Welcome to another episode of Jusaku Game. I'm here, my sidekick is here. Here. And so is our guest. Let's get started. Who do we have on today's show? Today we are continuing with our season four fun with actress, writer, director, Maya J. Pinson. I can't wait to hear all about her journey. But before we get started, let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Fade Life Clothing, BCK Online, and Link PR. Fade Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia, geared towards those who love intoxicating style. BCK Online is a digital online magazine that keeps you in the know and up to date on lots of entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much more. And our newest addition to the family, Link PR, is definitely the missing link to your success in the entertainment industry. I'm glad both Fade Life and BCK Online are back for another season. And welcome, Link PR. All right, go grab your snacks, sit back, relax. And as always, enjoy the show. Maya, welcome to the show. We're glad you could join us for an episode of Just Talk of Game. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being on. I know our listeners want us to dive right in, so let's get into it. You are an actress, writer, and director. Can you tell us how you got started in the industry overall? I've actually been in the industry since I was a baby. Oh, wow. I appeared in my first print job at the age of one. Oh, wow. And I performed in a few school plays here and there. But at 11, I entered a summer camp with Shooting Future Stars. And it was a summer camp for acting. And that's when I I pretty much knew that that's what I wanted to be in life. So that's when I decided to cross over into film and when I was 15, I wrote and produced my first film, I'm Ready. So, yeah, that's how my acting journey began. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That is. Now, Thank you. Oh, yeah. Now, speaking of film and everything, can you tell us what your favorite project to direct is, favorite genre? So far, I've only directed family or, like, drama films. And I did, and I directed two PSA projects. But, however, I would love to direct a psychological thriller. Psychological thrillers are, like, my favorite genre to watch. Oh, that would be cool. What's your favorite, like, um, psychological dra- um, drama movie? movie? Um, there are so many. But the most recent one I've watched is called Hypnotic on Netflix. It's, it's really good. It has a really big plot twist at the end. Oh, and, check that one out. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Hypnotic. And that's the thing I love about psychological thrillers good psychological thriller movies have you on edge mentally and sometimes physically that's true that's true true. i think i guess when you mentioned that the one that pops into my head it's really old but it's so good it's cape fear i don't even know if like you could find that maybe on youtube i don't know but that was pretty good anything on youtube you could have to check that one out too okay yeah i'll check it out now you were also an actress so what has been the character that you've portrayed that you relate to the most um, my latest film that's currently out is called Old School Rollers. It's written and directed by Tree Walters, but I play the role of Brianna Harrison. And in the movie, she's just such a loving and supportive granddaughter to the main character. And she's just like a really family person. And I think I can really relate to that character because I, like myself, have a close relationship with my family. I'm really close with my grandparents and we have like a playful relationship and I just love to spend time with them. And just like Brianna. So I think I relate to Brianna Harrison the most. That's cool. That's cool. Now, where do you find inspiration to write 
your scripts and everything? Um, I use a lot of everyday situations, honestly. My projects are mostly focused on things that I know kids and teens are going through or would eventually go through. Since elementary school, I've received like a lot of awards for writing poems and other contests. And like, for example, um, my film I'm Ready promotes open communication and trust between kids and teens and their parents once the teen becomes and enters the dating phase. Oh, wow. So, oh. yeah, I like to write, base most of my projects off of real life experiences. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. Now, I have a question for you, Maya. What has been the hardest thing about being a director for you so far? Well, I mean, still pretty new, but I guess the hardest thing about directing is the timing. When filming in public areas, there are a lot of, like, variables you just can't control. Like, for example, if I want a sunrise to be in the shot, we have to make sure that we get the right footage and time for the sunrise. We can't ask the sun, that, oh, can you go back down and come back up? <laughs> or, um, like, if cars are just flying past, blowing the horn, just a lot of variables that you just can't control. And you can't really get too mad at it, but that's just a part of filming outside yeah yeah that's true i could think that the first podcast we did we had like the yard oh crew. yeah the yard crew was like cutting down a tree outside <laughs> and it was just like they waited specifically until we started doing the show and it was so <laughs> funny and we were just like we can't control that and then all of a sudden the dog started barking and oh wow and so we were like you know what let's just roll with it so the first show you if you go back you'll way, hear way back you'll just hear like all the kinds trees of nonsense. and then the dog and it was <laughs> It was, it was hilarious. Awesome. And, you know, our guest was, like, laughing. So, we, yeah, we get it. Yeah. You no, know, yeah. And it's so funny because sometimes it's, like, it can be so silent when you're not doing anything. But as soon as you're trying to get done what you need to get done, then all of a sudden it's all the noise and all the distractions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and I think because of COVID and everybody doing everything at home, I think now people would don't notice that. You yeah. know, that whereas before mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, no. But now they're just like, eh. Everyone's like, accepted it. They're like, it's acceptable now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. If you were hired to write and direct a film, you could pick any A-list talent you want. Who would that talent be and what type of story would you tell? I would hire Taraji P. Henson. Um, I would hire her because, well, one, she's from my hometown, D.C. And oh, wow. she's always been an inspiration of mine. Like, with her level of experience and her versatility, I can honestly go into so many directions with the plot. But I would love to do something that will bring her back to D.C. so that way we can kind of film in our hometown. And I would lo- I would want to play her younger sister. Like, maybe I would have her coming, I don't know, maybe out of a coma. And this is her first time seeing me in years and doesn't really expect the mature teenager. And it would just kind of give her the chance to live life through someone who's in Gen Z. That would be cool. That I'd watch be, it. Yeah, I'd watch it too. So let's put, <laughs> Thank let's you. just put that out there in the universe. And yeah. Let's make <laughs> Definitely. Now, can you tell us a bit about your latest project? I was recently cast in a featured film, but I can't release too many details about that at the moment. We're going to start filming early next year. But as of now, I'm the co-writer of a new movie called The Christmas Room. 
And congratulations. Thank you. It's a heartfelt family film that will touch a lot of people's hearts who experience dementia, Alzheimer, or memory loss with a loved one. And for anyone who hasn't gone through that, it will bring awareness and give a good insight on families that could be going through that. And it kind of relates back to my grandfather because that's where I got the inspiration for this from. He also had um, dementia. So it will just give an insight of what certain families can go through and how to just support them through the process. Wow. That's, that's, you know, really deep Mm -hmm. because a lot of people, like you said, go through that. And I think everyone knows someone who has a family member that has dementia. So yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Thank you. What is the one thing that you hope people take away from your projects, whether it be direct, the directing or the writing or even your acting, what's the one thing that you hope people take away from it? Well, I always want people to walk away just feeling inspired. I want them to be inspired to follow their dreams and take initiative to finally start it. There's a common misconception that you could be too young to follow your dreams. But I want people to watch my films and realize that no matter how old you are and no matter what you want to be in life, you're never too young to do it. That's true. That is true. Now... What is your hope for the entertainment industry overall? I would like the entertainment industry to be more accessible to people. I mean, of course, there are places like California, Georgia, Illinois, and New York. But for other states where it isn't as popular, it might not be as easy for independent filmmakers to make films. Right. Like, for example, I know in D.C., it's starting to become a little bit more popular. But most of the time, I have to travel outside of my hometown to get work unless I'm making it myself so that's when I usually that's no no matter what project I do if I'm direct directing it or producing it or whatever I use local talent I film in local spots I like to keep everything local to just give other people opportunities to get into the industry who want it and I have my own production company and I would love to one day you know make it big and just allow different artists to come and work on sets or just allow and give more opportunities for people to get into the industry and just work on their craft who doesn't really have the opportunity to do it at home. That's good. That That's is a good. great idea. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we're going to go on a bit of a commercial break right quick. Maya, would you stay around with us to have some fun in our next round? Yeah, of course. I love fun. All right, guys, we'll be right back. We'll be right back guys. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome back, guys. And if you have not downloaded the Anchor.fm app, do it. Do it. So, making your own podcast today. And let's get back into the show. The fun round. All right. So, getting back into it, what is your favorite city and why? My favorite city is actually DC. I know it can be a little biased since I live here, but (laughs) I just love DC. I love the culture. We. It seems so tiny on the map because you can't see it, <laughs> but I promise it's actually pretty big. Like it could take maybe 30 to 45 minutes to, and I know that's kind of small. I mean, it doesn't take that much time, but it, it's not that big. I mean, it's not as small as everyone thinks it is. And I just love the culture, the people. I just love DC. 
Yeah. yeah. I went to DC once and I, I haven't. Yeah, you haven't been, but I know it's the cold. The thing that got me was it's really, really cold when it gets cold. And I'm yeah. from Texas. So I think the most cold we've ever experienced, unfortunately, was like the February cold um, thing that threw all Texans into a loop because mm-hmm. we, we don't get cold. We wear shorts in the winter. So, <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, yeah, DC is awesome. <laughs> What are the three languages you would love to speak? Um, I would love to speak Spanish, sign language, and Arabic. Because written Arabic is just so pretty. Like, I just love the the um, strokes and stuff. And oh, yeah. I've taken Spanish for about four years now. And I think I'm pretty decent-headed. And I just started taking sign language classes this year. And I'm starting to pick things up. So I would love to master all three of them if I could. Oh, that'd right. be cool. I've been trying yeah. to learn Spanish off and on since, since I don't birth. know, since birth. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a process. Yeah. I speak Spanish. And it's kind of funny because I'll say something to him in Spanish, Maya. And he just looks at me. He's like, uh-huh. See. Sí. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't even require a C. It's an actual question. <laughs> the answer is always yes. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite children's song? Um, my favorite children's song, I guess, would be "Row, Row, Row, Row Your Boat." It's just so catchy, and I've just always loved that one. And I also yeah, like, I like how the melody or like the beat or whatever is like either extremely similar or the exact same as Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. So I like how you can kind of interchange the two. Oh, that's what, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Let's see. I like, yeah, I like Ring Around Your Boat. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, I'm going to go dark here, guys. I, I like Ring Around the Rosy. I, don't <laughs> I mean, that one's good, too. <laughs> but it just gets stuck in your head, and then you look up the origin of it. And yeah. Like, oh. oh, that's dark. <laughs> I didn't know that's what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Jeez, in a few years from now, people are going to be saying, baby shark. (laughs) (laughs) And now that's stuck in my head. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, (laughs) next question. Dog person or cat person? Definitely a dog person if I had to choose, but I have a guinea pig named Gilbert. I've always loved, not necessarily rodents, but they kind of have a special place in my heart. probably had about five hamsters this is my first guinea pig and i think i just fell in love with guinea pigs but if i had to choose definitely a dog person oh well we have to definitely give a shout out to gilbert yes (laughs) yeah shout out to gilbert (laughs) now if you had no other choice what would be the one food that you would eat at every meal um i'm gonna be smart about this because it doesn't have it doesn't say that i have to eat it for every meal. I would eat it with every meal. At uh, every meal. So I would choose pico de gallo. I love pico de gallo. Like it's just such a tasty snack. And I can pretty much eat that at any time of the day. And honestly with anything. That, well it's like that's I mean, a good choice. Because yeah, it's healthy. And it you know gets it that little spark. So it yeah. Probably pick like either pizza or tacos. Because you can do a lot with pizza and tacos like yeah a lot of variations yeah that's true i have to have salsa just salsa didn't matter (laughs) (laughs) now would you rather travel the world or just stick to traveling every inch of the country um travel the world because there are just so many other cultures and i know um you know the u.s is pretty diverse but 
traveling the world will really give me like firsthand insight to cultures like in their hometown and I love trying different types of food and just even the small things like noticing um the weather change or the way the clouds are shaped like I just love noticing small things so yeah I would definitely prefer to travel the world all right now if you could take five things to a desert island what would they be my phone unlimited data (laughs) water food and my mom that's a good list. Yeah, that is a good list. Good list. <laughs> okay. So if you could pick up a new hobby, what would that be? Um, Ever since I was little, I've always wanted to play the drums. I've played the cello and the flute, but I, I don't know. I just love the drums. I can make a beat out of anything, on anything, to any rhythm. That's just... And I know that's kind of like small and something that I can just take up at any time, but I just never really had the time to take that up. So I would love to play, learn how to play the drums. And my brother, he actually plays the drums, played it in college, had a whole drum set. I would oh, play wow. on it um, here and there whenever he wasn't in the room because he didn't like to let me touch it. <laughs> <laughs> but I would just love to learn how to play the drums. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. I, I remember I wanted to learn how to play the drums and my mom looked at me like I was insane. I wanted to learn how to play the guitar. <laughs> and she told me. And I got stuck with piano. Oh, well, yeah. I got stuck with piano. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not stuck. I mean, piano's great. Yeah, I love the piano. It's... I wanted to play the drums because I wanted, to, I wanted to be like, remember that that drummer, Sheila E? Like she would, she toured with Prince a lot. Oh, God. And she was always out drumming and she'd throw the stick up and turn around. I was going to be like the next Sheila E. That's <laughs> so cool. Didn't happen, Maya. Didn't happen to you. Go forth and play those drums for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's never too late. That's true. It's never never too too late. late. (laughs) All right. Fast forward to the future. Who would you pick if you had to write the story of your life? Who would you pick to um, be you? To play me? Yeah. um, hmm, That's a great question. Honestly, my niece, because she has a lot of very interesting, um, she she loves to mock me and to copy me. So I think she'll really be able to embody my character. <laughs> get, she would probably be able to get a lot of my catchphrases and just even small habits that I have really hit the nail on the head. That's cool. That's cool. Now describe yourself in three funny words. You know, an example of my co-host over here says that she's fun-sized rather than short. It's fun-sized, not short. <laughs> okay. Um, I would describe myself as yellow. I love to live life as if I only have one, which I do. Um, I don't know. I keep thinking of normal words like determined, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, that's a good one. Honestly, though. yeah, that is a good one. Okay, determined. I, I I don't I don't like to give up. It takes a lot for me to give up on things, and fun loving. Like I just love to have fun. Even when I'm doing schoolwork, I like to try and make some type of fun out of it. That's cool. That's cool. See, those are good. Right now, I know 2021 is almost over, but is there anything on your bucket list that you want to get done for December before it ends? 
Um, I would love to go to California. I've never been. Everyone in my family has. And ever since I was little, I've just always wanted to go to Cali. And I would like to go in the wintertime to see how the weather is. Because I know it never really gets cold there. It doesn't, no. no. So, it's so weird. And I've never been anywhere during the winter where it's hot. <laughs> so I would love to escape the D.C. cold and go somewhere warm for the winter. <laughs> yeah, it's really, yeah. I mean, at night it gets cool. But and I guess the, maybe Northern California gets cold. Oh, yeah, it's like snow in Northern stuff, California. But... Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Cali's a good one. It is, yeah. So what is the one piece of advice that you'd give kids that want to be in the industry? I would tell them to just never give up because there are a lot of situations and instances that can be kind of frustrating. Like, for example, if you find yourself going on a lot of auditions and you're just not getting anything, just never give up. Just try new ways. Try and take a couple acting classes or just never give up because if you give up you never know what blessing you just walked away from that's true that is true i know you mentioned this a little bit earlier but in addition to all that you have going on what is next for you um other than the christmas room and the featured film softball season's coming up so we're doing preseason workouts at school Ah. and yeah so softball season usually preseason workouts starts after um, January, but I guess they wanted to start earlier. So I've been going to preseason workouts and then tryouts will be in the spring, early spring. So I'm looking Ooh, wow. forward to that. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. Now, what is the one thing you want our audience to know about you? I want the audience, I would like everyone to know that I'm really like a down to earth person. I know that sometimes when meeting people who are just doing things for their future and stuff like that sometimes like people could assume that they're like arrogant or anything but like I'm really not I'm really humble I love to have fun I love talking to people and meeting new people so if anyone ever sees me walking down the street don't be afraid to just come up and say hi because I would love to talk and make and make new friends that's great. That's great. I remember we were talking earlier about variables we can't control. Someone is cutting the grass outside. We don't know if you heard it, but they're cutting it. <laughs> oh, no, I can't hear it, but that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Anyway, the final question, where can people find you on social media? You can follow me on Instagram at MayaJ04. That's M-A-Y-A-J-A-I-04. All right, Maya. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much again for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. We enjoyed you on the show. So when you definitely get that um, feature film and you can talk about it, we'd love to have you come back. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Did you guys enjoy the show? I know we did. Thanks to Maya for joining us today. Make sure to check out some of her projects and I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.